Welcome to the Glorious Grace Network podcast. Glorious, very excited to welcome you today. My name is Edward Hart. I am your host. And just so you know that every time you support this podcast by giving through our dedicated page, you will actually be supporting humanitarian work across the world. Check out our website for details. This is an audio message taken from the Cry Glory Media Archive. We want to thank you for downloading this message and trust that you'll be blessed by it. <laughs> so, we're going to look at session five then. And this is the gifts of the Spirit. But before we look at the individual gifts, this session is really looking at the background to the gifts of the Spirit. Now these gifts that we're going to look at over the next few sessions Anybody can do them You don't have to be a prophet to prophesy This gift of healing is for anybody These gifts are for the whole body Wherever you see only one person doing the gifts of the Spirit, like the pastor always prophesies or he always um, gives words of knowledge, that's not what really the gifts are for. <laughs> the gifts are for everybody to minister to one another. It says in um, 1 Corinthians 14 that you can all prophesy one by one. You know, so when we're thinking about the 1 Corinthians 12 gifts, we are, we are thinking about something everybody can do. So um, our main Bible verses for this is 1 Corinthians chapter 12. So, um, would somebody like to read verse 1 to us? You know, the, the problem in Paul's day is the same problem today. People don't know. There is ignorance about the gifts of the Spirit. I've been a Christian for 28 years. And the gifts of the Spirit are are less prominent in the church than they were when I became a Christian. Uh, are less... You know, when I um, was... A, 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 I was eight years old when I became Christian. You know, and 
I grew up in a church where everybody spoke in tongues. ผมเติบโตมาในคริสตจักรที่ทุกคนพูดภาษาแปลก Lots of people prophesied. There was healing. It was just very common. And there was lots of books being written about the gifts of the Spirit. But in the past 30 years, there has been less said and less written. Over the past 15 years, the church has really focused on one gift. The gift of prophecy. Now you can go to prophetic schools. I'm going to do a one-day one, so I'm guilty. <laughs> but I've never, <laughs> but I've never seen a one-day school of discerning of spirits. Or a book about the word of knowledge. The church is really focused on the the prophetic gift. And now in churches, you you really don't hear speaking in tongues, tongues and interpretation. You know, when I was 15, 16 years old, there was this lady who would who would always speak in tongues. And she would get up and she would be samba b a b a r o k o s a b a b a b a b a And then we'd all wait for the interpretation. And then the interpretation would come, and and everybody would move on. But now I don't really hear tongues and interpretation in church. I don't really hear a lot of prophecy in church. A lot of prophecy. You know, and tongues and interpretation is even less. <laughs> But the gifts are there for everybody to participate in church. You know, Paul writes in another place that. One can have a revelation. One can have a tongue. One can have a prophecy. ที่เปาโลเขียนบอกว่ามีคนนึงได้รับการเปิดเผยสำแดงคนนึงได้รับการพูดภาษาแปลกๆคนนึงได้รับการเผยพระชนะ Now, obviously, I like preaching. แต่ปัจจุบันนี้ที่เห็นชัดเจนมากก็คือ And I value the preaching gift. คือคือจริงๆคือผมชอบการเทศนาแล้วก็ผมก็ให้เกียรติของประธานการเทศนา But I believe if we don't have space in our church services for the gifts of the Spirit, we're missing out. แต่ผมก็มีความรู้สึกว่าถ้าเราไม่ได้มีช่องว่างที่จะให้พ่อยำบริสุทธิ์เคลื่อนไหวและปลดปล่อยของประธานเนี่ยของประธานก็จะถูกมองข้ามไป Big problem when we start to release people to move in the gifts. People could make a mistake. It's the big sin in the church. It seems to be. You know that church leaders want to feel that they're in control. And if you say to who has a prophecy, <laughs> you can feel like you're losing control. And they could say something really good. But they could say something really bad. <laughs> And now you have to spend time cleaning up their mess. 
But that's why we have church. To practice. To make mistakes. So that when we take the gifts out to the world, we won't make those same mistakes. You know, so I, I, I have such a value for the gifts of the Spirit. But just people don't know, seem to know. And so when I first started ministry, which is nearly 20 years ago, um, my pastor who was mentoring me taught me this very thing. This was the first thing he taught me. It was the foundation of the, the next 20 years of my ministry. So I, I, I think it's, it, for me, it's, it's highlighted the value of it. You know, people are ignorant. Because sometimes we don't want to know. <laughs> We're just not interested. Uh, or sometimes we don't have a value for it. You know, many pastors I've met since I've been in Thailand didn't really have a value for the prophetic. Haven't seen a value for, well, we don't really need healing, it's fine. <laughs> Now they may preach about it. And they'll preach sermons about it. But they don't practice it. And it's no good preaching something I'm not going to practice. You know, it's why wherever I go, I always practice the gifts of the Spirit. Every church I've been to in Thailand, I have exercised the gifts of the Spirit. And many pastors have had good experiences now. And they're like, oh, this is, this is really good. Yes, I know. Now you carry on. You know, and so, but the more people have a, a, a good experience with it, the more and there is good examples of it. Because sometimes there are bad examples of the gifts. <laughs> of how they've been used to judge people or to shame people. So it's made people a little bit wary. Oh, that person prophesies. Oh, I don't want to go and talk to them. <laughs> they may say something about my sin or my past or my life. <laughs> when I was being mentored by this man about 20 years ago, he had a friend who was a, who was a lady and she was a healing evangelist. And she was about 70 years old. 70, 70 old. 
you know, and she would travel around the country doing these healing meetings. And she was about five foot. And five foot wide. <laughs> she was uh, this round little lady. <laughs> and she had this little hat. Because I grew up in a in a church in a time where ladies had to wear hats in church. And if you didn't, you got in trouble. You, my mom, when she was in church, could not pray without a hat on. Anyway, back to my round healing evangelist. She moved in the most awesome gift of prophecy I had seen at that time. And it scared me. It scared me. Scared me. I would before I if I knew she was in the room in a room. Before I'd go in. On the outside of the door, I'd say, "Oh Jesus, forgive me if I'm asking Jesus." <laughs> I repent of the sin I know I've done. And just in case I repent of the sin I don't know I've done. <laughs> because this lady carried a, a, a holiness on her that was quite scary. And she was with our church um, for about a month. And I just avoided her. I didn't give her eye contact. Because if you look at a prophet, then they know everything about your life. So I just avoided her for four weeks. But I'd been having a problem where I was struggling to pray. So in the end, I, I got some courage up. And I said, can you pray for me? And she said in the sweetest, most lovely way. She says, I wondered when you were going to ask me. <laughs> and we just sat and I shared my heart and she prayed for me. And it was the sweetest, most loveliest thing. And it gave me a good experience of the prophetic. So that's that story is not relevant, it's just fun. You know, but when from the age of about nine I was speaking in tongues. Um, I remember hearing my mom speaking in tongues. And I just went, Mom, can I do that? And she went, yeah, sure. See, that's the whole of my Christian ministry. I've just looked at other people. God, can I do that? And I've started to walk in it and started to move in it. <laughs> and so, it, tongues became a really important gift for me. 
และหลังจากนั้นการพูดภาษาแปลกๆก็เริ่มเป็นของของประธานที่สําคัญมากสําหรับผม anyway um, verses four and five does anyone want to read them ข้อที่สี่ถึงห้าสักคนหนึ่งอ่านดู Kate go ของประธานนั้นมีต่างๆกันแต่มีพระวิญญาณองค์เดียวกันการปฏิบัติมีต่างๆกันแต่มีองค์พระผู้เป็นเจ้าองค์เดียวกัน Mm. I really want to that the gifts are there to serve. You know, they are gifts of service. <laughs> you know, the gifts are not to make us look good. <laughs> you know, when people say to me, "Wow, that's an amazing gift of prophecy you have." อย่างเช่นถ้ามีใครบางคนมาบอกกับผมว่าโอ้เนี่ยคุณมีของประทานการเพลินเลยยอดเยี่ยมมากเลย Part of me gets frustrated บางทีผมก็รู้สึกต่อสู้อยู่ Because that's not the point เพราะนั่นไม่ใช่ประเด็น You're not meant to look at anybody and go Oh I like that Can Oh that's nice You're a good person เราไม่ควรที่จะเฝ้ามองดูคนอื่นของประทานคนอื่นแล้วบอกโอ้ของเนี้ยโอ้ยอดเยี่ยมเลยฉันชอบฉันอยากได้อย่างนี้ We're meant to go Can I do that We're meant to go Can I do that ไม่ใช่แบบว่าโอ้โหเหมือนกับชื่นชมในของประธานอย่างเดียวแต่ you know, เราควรที่จะแบบว่าเหมือนกับเข้าไปแล้วก็ปรารถนาที่อยากจะทําแบบนั้นได้ด้วย you know, คือของประธานอยู่ตรงนั้นเพื่อที่ว่าจะสร้างผู้คนขึ้นหนุนใจคนขึ้น you know, to, to, to ของประธานมีไว้เพื่อที่จะสร้างผู้คนสร้างคิดจักร Not to build my profile or to build my ministry. ไม่ได้มีไว้เพื่อทําให้โปรไฟล์ของเราเนี่ยสูงขึ้นหรือว่าพันธกิจของเราสูงขึ้น But you know, Paul notes that the that the gifts are different kinds of service. แต่ว่าเปาโลก็ได้บอกว่าของประธานนั้นมีแตกต่างกันตามประเภทการรับใช้ And I really like that. แล้วผมก็ชอบตรงนี้มาก That we can all serve God in different ways. ที่เราทุกคนเราสามารถรับใช้พระเจ้าได้โดยวิธีการที่แตกต่างกัน Because if if everybody was like me, the world would be fantastic. But it would be very boring. So God had to bring imperfection into the world. And so He decided to make us all different. And I love that about God. You know, many people think unity is everybody looking the same. But it's that's not unity. It's what we call in English. I don't know if you uniformity. And there's a big difference. You know, we could all look the same. คือเราทุกคนสามารถมองดูคล้ายกันหมดได้แต่แท้จริงในหัวใจเรามันไม่ได้ไม่ไม่ไม่ได้เป็นเหมือนกัน and our unity shouldn't be based on if we're the same แต่คำว่ารวมกันหรือน้ำหนึ่งใจเดียวกันคือควรเป็นเหมือนกับว่าเราเป็นเหมือนกัน it shouldn't be based on if we agree ควรอยู่บนพื้นฐานว่าเมื่อเราเห็นพ้องต้องกัน it should be based on we have the same father That should be our point of agreement. 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 That should be our point of agreement.
as well. Um, uh, God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does all the work in us. I love this verse. That the when we see the gifts move, it's a sign that God is moving. It's a sign that God's here. I love that, you know. You know, prophecy is a, is an evidence that God is here. Healing is a sign that God is here. And that's why I think the gifts are so important. Because if, if all we can do is sing nice songs and listen to nice teaching, we're the same as every other religion. You know, you go to the Buddhist temple, they'll sing their songs. And Buddhist monks can preach as well. <laughs> so God gave the gifts to show how different we are. And also, you know, Jesus paid for them by his blood. So why wouldn't I want them? <laughs> you know, um, Yes, I'm not going to labor that point because I've shared it before at other times. Um, again, this is, I'm repeating myself, but this is not about one person moving in the gifts, but it's about all the people flowing in the gifts together. You know, so um, verse 7. So we'd like to read it for us. I love this. There's such good nuggets in this chapter. There's good such verses in this chapter. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. In other translations, it says the gifts are given for the good of everybody. You know, and that's it's, it's such an important point to remember when we're thinking about the gifts. That if I don't open myself up to, to move in the gifts, maybe somebody is not going to receive the healing that would come through me or the prophecy or the word. ที่พระเจ้าจะเคลื่อนไหวผ่านฉันก็ได้บางทีคนนั้นอาจจะไม่ได้รับคําเผยที่พระเจ้าจะใช้ฉันให้ไปบอกเขาก็ได้โอ้
When you look at scripture, God does that all the time. <laughs> you know that God wants to use us to bless each other. Amen. Amen. Okay. At verse 11. Let's have a read of that. The same Spirit works all these things and gives the gifts as He wills. These gifts in 1 Corinthians 12 here come because the Spirit gives the gift. You notice when we looked last time at Romans 12, it talked about how if you prophesy, prophesy according to your faith. It was it was a gift of prophecy that was dependent on faith. But here these gifts are not dependent on my faith. They're dependent on God's Spirit. Because the Spirit gives to each one as He determines. These gifts come because of His presence. And because He wants to. These are spontaneous gifts for anybody and everybody. Oh, well, I've never prophesied before. That's okay, you qualify. I've never healed the sick before. Good news, you qualify. <laughs> the, the, our lack of experience is actually a qualification. Sometimes we think a lack of experience means we cannot do it. You know, um, hmm, yes, I'm just going to go off a tangent. I won't. I'll stick. Focus. <laughs> um, the 1 Corinthians 12 gifts come because of grace. This is such a, you know, when it talks about here in 1 Corinthians 12 about spiritual gifts, it literally just means grace gifts. And I know I said this last time, but that's okay. <laughs> Repetition helps us remember. <laughs> but the, these are grace gifts. And what's strange is the place I see grace preach the strongest. I see these gifts the least. Every grace church I've been to. Every grace conference I've been to. And I've been to many. In different parts of the world. And they all seem to have the same thing in common. 
คือมีบางอย่างที่เหมือนคล้ายๆกัน Lots of talking ก็คือการพูดกันเยอะ And no gifts แต่ไม่ได้เคลื่อนไหวในของประทาน But these are grace gifts แต่ของประทานเหล่านี้คือของประทาน They are demonstrations of grace เป็นการเป็นการสำแดงถึงพระคุณของพระเจ้า See one of the reasons why I think we don't see these gifts a lot in grace circles เหตุผลหนึ่งที่บางครั้งเราไม่เห็นการเคลื่อนไหวของประธานเหล่านี้มากในบริบทของพระคุณ is because a lot of people in the Pentecostal and Charismatic Church เพราะว่าหลายๆคนที่อยู่ในคิดจักร Pentecostal และ Charismatic I've made it about works เขาจะไปจดจ่อเกี่ยวกับการทำงาน oh well I have a gift of prophecy Oh, I, because I fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And people think, oh, I can't do that. Oh, I can never move in prophecy. Oh, I, 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 I did this or I did that. I prayed and. And they, they wrongly make it sound like the gifts came because they worked for them. แล้วเขาก็พูดเหมือนกับว่าของประทานเหล่านั้นมาเพราะว่าเขาแบบทุ่มเททำงานหนัก And so then when we get a revelation of grace แต่เมื่อคนมาถึงจุดของการเปิดเผยสำแดงเรื่องพระคุณ It's no work it's it's free under free under grace มันไม่มีการทำงานอีกต่อไปแล้วมันเราถูกพ้นจากสภาพนั้นแล้วในการทำงานหนัก Oh but these gifts แต่ของประทานเหล่านี้ Oh they come because I pray hard and because I believe God มาเพราะฉันทำงานหนักฉันเชื่อในพระเจ้า That's not grace นั่นมันไม่ใช่พระคุณนี่ And I've seen it over and over and over again แล้วก็เห็นหลายครั้งหลายครั้ง It's it's quite remarkable มันเป็นอะไรที่ค่อนข้างที่จะเห็นอย่างชัดเจน You know but the one thing I do believe is that these are grace gifts แต่สิ่งหนึ่งที่ผมเชื่อก็คือของพระทานเหล่านี้คือของพระทานพระคุณ If we claim to understand grace These gifts will come into our lives at different times. Maybe only once a year. <laughs> or maybe every week or every month. But they should be there. And where I see a lack of gifts. That always concerns me. The number one reason is. That's part of my call. <laughs> part of my call is to bring an understanding and a release of the gifts. You know, and so that's not everybody's call. But we should all be making room for them. You know, yeah, amen. Um, so we we have degrees of gifting. We have degrees of gift. Oh. Oh yeah, there you go. <coughs> We have the one Corinthians gifts. What we're talking about here, which is the momentary gifting. And then we have the other ones as well. Um, you know, in the in the rest of this chapter, Paul talks about the gifts, and then he then moves to talking about a body. คือช่วงท้ายเนี่ยเปาโลก็เริ่มพูดเรื่องเกี่ยวกับ
การขวนขวายของประธานและพูดเรื่องกับพระกาย You know, in the rest of the chapter, he says, "Well, you know, if your whole body was an eye, you would not be a body." <laughs> It would be a monster. <laughs> you know, if if I was just an ear, then it would not be a body. You know, and and sometimes we. We all want to look the same. But I believe that the, the plan of God won't be fulfilled like that. It's fulfilled as we find our shape. Who am I? What is my passion? And then being comfortable to be different. For different gifts, that's for some it's easier, for some it's harder. If you have a teaching gift, or a pastor gift, oh, everyone's gonna love you. You're gonna have a really easy time in church. But if you see angels, You're going to have a rough time in church, <laughs> and you have to be really secure in who you are. <laughs> That even if people were to disagree and challenge us, <laughs> we just go, "Well, I'm me." And that is the hardest thing to do in church. Because what happens is this: we have a grace church where all the grace people go to. Chang Rai just got one. And so then, all the prophetic people don't want to go to the grace church. So then they start a prophetic church. So everybody's prophetic there. Even if they're not, they are. 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 Even if they're not, We have an ear here, and an eye here, and we have our liver somewhere around here. You know, it's it's a mess. We do that because we we feel comfortable around people who are the same. So when we come to church, we go. I'll find a church that's like me. When in fact, that's the last place you need to be. You'll be the most fruitful in a church that's not like you. Because that church, if it's not like you, they need your gift. They need your perspective. They need your wisdom. 
You know, for a year and a half, I've been working with Rompakuan Church. They're technically Presbyterian. But we've seen great fruit there. Why? Because there wasn't a lot of what I had there. So when they saw the gift, they were, oh, this is new. And so as I've stayed and worked with them, a little bit of me has rubbed off on them. Does that make sense? It, it's a hard thing to get our heads around. Because we need people who are the same as us. To encourage us. But if we only are around people who are the same as us. And people who agree with us. We will not grow. We will die. And most of the church is full of dead people. Because nobody's challenged. Because we all believe the same, we all sing the same. But if each if would if, if each person would find their difference, suddenly the church would come alive again. And not because there's a new speaker. <laughs> what happens in church is next week we have a guest speaker. And everybody gets really excited. Yay! We've been eating hamburgers for six months. <laughs> now we're having chips. Great, fantastic, something different. You know, I love Namprik Ong. But sometimes my wife has this habit of making a big pot of whatever she's making. And so then, two days later, I'm still eating Namprik Ong. <laughs> and no matter how much I love it, <laughs> if I eat the same thing again and again and again, <laughs> I'm going to stop being hungry. <laughs> Maybe that's why the church isn't hungry. They've been eating the same thing for too long. And that happens to everybody. If you only listen to me, oh God help you. <laughs> if you only listen, to, this is why it's the body. Eyes and ears and spleens. Lungs, gallbladder, gallbladder. No, uh, you know this. And, and Paul talks about that. You know. He says there are honourable parts of the body. Like our faces and our eyes. And there are parts of our body that are, are not honourable. <laughs> Not honourable. But it's still part of the body. Everybody wants to be the, the teacher or the evangelist. But nobody wants to put chairs out. 
แต่ไม่มีใครอยากจัดเลยอีก But it's all the body แต่ทั้งหมดนี้คือพระกาย It's all the giftings ทั้งหมดคือของพระทาน Hmm. Um, t Corinthians 12:31. We're going to jump a little bit. So, you should earnestly desire the most helpful gifts, but do not let me show you the way of life. But now, let me show you the way of life that is best. You know, I, I think we covered this again last time. You know, what do you think is the most helpful gift? <laughs> And then follow that. See, when I was in Australia, um, I worked very closely with the church there. And the people who were the senior leaders were um, very, very strong prophetic. And so, when the leaders were in the room, there was this strong prophetic anointing in the room. And it was incredible. Everybody would get these amazing revelations. Visions and thoughts and it was just incredible. But then when I started to just chat with people outside of that, that outside of the meeting, I found that some of those people were only prophetic inside that meeting. Which was like, I'm confused. Over here you're prophetic. But over here you're not prophetic. Okay, so why? And then I realized they're not prophetic. <laughs> But when they come under the the anointing of the of this prophets, the anointing that was on the prophet would come upon these other people. And so you had a room full of prophets. But I really believe the kingdom wasn't being built. Because we need apostles and prophets and pastors and teachers You know. One of the things I do, you know, my, you've all had the finger thing, I think. Is helping to identify giftings in people. So we know who we are. So we don't get confused. <laughs> so we can go to that meeting and we can come under the prophetic anointing. And we can prophesy and it's great. But we don't get confused. That we know in our hearts, well, I'm doing this now, but this is not who I am. This is not my DNA. Because the kingdom is built in difference. <laughs> That's why he didn't give all of the people 
one person all of the gifts because Jesus was the perfect apostle he was the perfect prophet pastor teacher and evangelist he had 100% of the fivefold ministry in his life And so then Jesus goes, okay, you're going to be an evangelist. So she gets 20%. Says you're going to be a prophet. She gets 20%. Pastor. 20%. You see it goes on. Jesus, so you have five gifts. And each of those gifts is like 20% of the whole 100%. And Jesus does that so we have to work together. But since the beginning of the Bible, <laughs> we have Elijah and the school of the prophets. Nobody, just the prophets together. <laughs> But in the New Testament, God tries to bring a difference. And he brings the apostles and prophets to work together. So the kingdom can be built through difference, not things that are the same. Does that make sense? But that's also what makes ministry hard. <laughs> Because the evangelist goes, it's all about evangelism. You better get out there and save the lost. People are going to burn in hell. Don't you care? And the prophet goes, hold on, evangelist. We all need to hear the voice of God. Because it's no good going outside if we don't know what God is saying. And the pastor goes, no, you're all wrong. We need to develop our pastoral teams. Because if you hear the voice of God and go outside and save the lost, and you bring them in here, who will care for them? See, so pastoral is the most important thing. And the teacher says, you're all a bunch of idiots. Because if people are not taught, how can they grow in God? How can they hear His voice? How can they reach the lost? Because if unbelievers talk to them, they won't be able to give a reason for their faith. So you see, teaching is the most important. And the apostle goes, "Well, you're all wrong." The Bible says, "I'm first." <laughs> you see, because each person sees it from their perspective. And each person is right. <laughs> They are absolutely right. But it's learning how we can work together in that. And mostly we don't learn how to do it. 
So all the prophetic intercessors go off and do a house of prayer together. And, and all the apostles go to the to the apostolic meeting. And all the evangelism people go to the school of evangelism. I'm being silly, I know. But there's also a serious point in all of it. That we need all of the gifts equally. And they're all important. The question is not which is important. The question is how do we bring the gifts together? Everybody's been fighting to be first. <laughs> Rather than we should be asking, how do we build your kingdom together? Does that make sense? <laughs> You're all very quiet tonight. <laughs> okay. Does anybody have any questions? No. Similar. Similar. We 